a quick place to pick up some of your favorite keto foods like Primal Kitchen Mayo, coconut milk, almond butter, MCT oil, and sea salt at the best prices possible? Then head on over to thrivemarket.com keto to fill your low-carb, high-fat needs all in one place. Thrive Market sells the very best ketogenic-friendly brands at wholesale prices, so you're not spending your whole paycheck to get what you really want. Because they work directly with their members and cut out the middlemen, they can pass on the very best savings to you. I love that they donate a complimentary membership to a low-income family, veteran, or teacher for each new member who joins the Thrive Market family. I've hand-selected 25 of my favorite low-carb, high-fat products that I think you're going to love too. For you, my listeners, you'll get 25% off your first purchase, plus free shipping, plus a free 30-day trial of Thrive Market to see for yourself what an amazing way to shop keto this is. Don't forget, the prices are already 25 to 50% below retail, so you get these things as an added value. So go to thrivemarket.com keto to take advantage of this exclusive offer for fans of my podcast, Thrive Market. Coming up in episode 1282, Jane Bullen. Connecting and educating and making the world a more informed and healthier place. You're listening to the Live in La Vida Low Carb Show with Jimmy Moore. You've helped change so many lives and give us all the courage to take on the rest of the world. This is the longest running health podcast on the air today. You've done so much to spread the word about how diet matters. Over 1,000 episodes strong and counting. The amount of lives that you've changed at this point is incalculable. And now, here's our host and international best-selling author. You're like the LL Cool J of podcasting. Jimmy Moore. Today's featured audio is from the 2016 Low Carb USA Conference that took place in San Diego, California. Go to lowcarbusa.org to get more information about this year's event coming up August 3rd through the 6th, 2017. Hi everyone, my name is Jane Bullen. I am a proudly South African and I head up the Noakes Foundation, so I work closely with Professor Noakes. And we, as the Noakes Foundation... We mentor and fund free-thinking researchers that ordinarily wouldn't get funding through commercial channels. So we have about eight researchers that work under our teams. And I'm going to tell you very briefly what we did in South Africa to change the way that our country eats on about $6,000. That was our budget. So we jumped from a team of pure scientists about a year and a half ago quite quickly to something that looks like this to a group of community and township interventions. And we started to work with the poorest. And I'm gonna tell you about why we did that. So as most things do, it all began with a man, with a purpose. Does anyone know who this is? The amazing Professor Tim Noakes. (laughs) Um, He's the most committed, immaculately disciplined person I have ever met. And he still got diagnosed with type 2 diabetes in his late 50s, and it changed his life and his path forever. He was trying to retire at the time, and he reversed his type 2 diabetes, found out the best ways to do that, adopted a ketogenic lifestyle, and fast track a couple of years, he wrote his story. And at that time, he met a passionate entrepreneur and chef with an ambitious goal as well. And this is John O'Proudfoot. He's the founder of The Real Meal Revolution. And his business published a book, and has online weight loss programs, and their goal is quite 
a small one, to change 100 million lives by 28th of February 2025. So the two of them wrote a book that contributed to a revolution that changed the dietary landscape in South Africa. This is a book called The Real Meal Revolution, and Tim gave his story to Jono, and they wrote a cookbook. And to date, it was published in 2013. To date, it's still the best-selling book week on week. It's the top 10 in South Africa. It's published almost 300,000 copies. And it's a phenomenon that reached the top tiers, the top income segments in South Africa. So all of the people, probably most of the people that are in this room would fit into that bracket in the South African landscape, very quickly adopted this lifestyle. Um, People that could afford the nut butters and the fancy things. Who thinks that the low-carb lifestyle is expensive? Okay, so not too many of you. You've all got it so far. So that was one of the things that we had in South Africa, that the wealthier were adopting healthy lifestyles and the rest of the country was left behind. And what I'm going to show you is that there's a huge difference in who the haves and have-nots in our country. So one thing that we do, which is a commercial partnership that really works with us, is we work with the Real Meal Revolution and we have something called Real Research, which is very quick living research. So we didn't want to wait four years for the results of our clinical trials. We wanted results now. We couldn't wait. Most of us know that. We haven't waited for all of the, you know, overwhelmingly positive clinical trials to come out. We work with a base of about 120,000 individuals that have engaged on the program. Of that, about 6,000 people into daily their macronutrient details. And about for this, these slides that I'm going to show you now, we tracked about 1,200 of these people. And we know some of the basic things. It definitely validates them. Men do lose, lose more weight at the beginning, but women stay on for longer. And the results aren't as bad as you think. So we do other things. We can track almost every detail about their lives, and it's fascinating. I'm not going to take you through the details of these slides, but this one particular slide is quite interesting, which is how when we start to look at the macronutrients of people over time, this is a segment of 1,000 males, as the apostat starts to reduce, your appetite decreases. We know this. All of us that are doing this diet know it. But if you look, so at the beginning there is where they began, both their, fat, their carbohydrate and protein consumption decreased dramatically, and actually so did their fat, which is that red line. And it was directly correlated with weight loss in all cases. So we can do some really interesting things, but working in these quick, fix scientific fields made us ask some more important questions and made us realize how important it was that we act fast. We want to change and correct the dietary errors of the past 50 years, and that's something really important to Prof Noakes because he feels responsible. He was one of the founders of the carbo-loading concept in marathon running. Um, so we're also trying to determine what the optimal diet will be, and we know that there's no universal fix for that, but we're doing research to find out what it is. And particularly in South Africa, we have 11 national languages in our country and a huge dichotomy of different ethnic segments. Um, And we know that certain things respond differently to different people. So we're doing some very interesting research into different communities and ethnographics at the moment to figure that out. Most importantly, we want to help everyone live better lives. And that's a big thing to ask in our country. And that's created more questions for us locally, which was, how are we actually going to fix South Africa? We know that there's this huge population that lives on almost nothing. And what are we going to do from a nutritional perspective, knowing that they live on sugar? And in a country where the staple foods are slowly killing most of our people. So in South Africa, the average South African consumes about 100 kilograms of maize and maize-related products every year. And that's what the staple foods are in South Africa. They're maize, 
their white sugar, which is pretty much the same thing as me, you may as well be having a bowl of that, and their white bread. And that's what a bulk of the population lives off. And it was very inspiring. I mean, Gary Tobes' work inspired me a lot because he was the first person that really pinned it and said, why are the mothers obese and the children malnourished? And we all know as parents that we would never take the good food from our children. So the people that are the worst off in South Africa are the black rural and township females. They're the ones getting the sick the quickest, dying the youngest, and suffering from very avoidable diseases. That's a little cut off, but when I came along to the foundation about a year and a half ago, I had a very clear dream that turned out to be a dream shared by many in the LCHF movement in South Africa, and it was to find ways to get this diet to the poorest and to get them eating better quickly. So, yeah, my motivation, which is probably a typical motivation for most South Africans because we're constantly confronted by poverty, is to think of the poorest person you know and make sure that your next act is finding a way to help them. And that's what we did at the Noakes Foundation. We realized that Prof Noakes had a similar dream. This is a body shape rendition of the lady that raised me. Her name was Emily, and she was a domestic worker. I was one of those white South Africans that grew up, well, that was brought up by an African lady, and I loved her. She was morbidly obese. She was bigger than this. She was tiny, and she was almost as wide as she was tall. And I used to smell the, the edge of her apron, and it would make me happy. And she died at 42 of a heart attack. She used to, well, we lived on a farm and there was a very gradual incline from where she lived at the bottom of the farm to our home and it took her 20 minutes in the morning. She would have to stop and sit down every six steps because she was so obese. And every month with her paycheck, which was really tiny, my mother would buy her a 20 kilogram thing of Millipup, which is a maize-based product in South Africa, and a 10 kilogram bag of sugar. And that was all she ate. So the other people that we're most concerned about are the next generation of South African children. Um, this is a typical township scene. I don't know how many of you have been to South Africa and strolled around townships, but school children dress immaculately and they're incredible. And in South Africa, the standard amount that's given per child per school meal is two rand sixty a day, which is 17 US cents. So this is an example of a treat meal, which is a hot cooked meal. It's got rice and some really, really cheap soy protein product that's rehydrated. Um, about once a week, they'd be able to afford something like this on this budget. But what you get for two rand sixty is probably three slices of white, very cheap white bread and half an apple or a bowl of rice and a small amount of baked beans. And in most cases, particularly in the poorest areas, this is the only meal these children get a day. Their mothers and their parents can't afford to feed them and they rely on what's given to them at school. So we want to know how we're going to change the next generation. So if we take a look at what happens in South Africa with income, we have something quite amazing there. It's called the Living Standards Measure, and it's not based on race or ethnicity. It's based on certain living standards that people have. So do they live in a fixed abode? Do they have things like televisions, running water, running toilets, linguistic abilities, literacy, etc.? So it's quite comprehensive. And I mean, I just I converted a couple of things. But So the poorest of the poor live on about $107 a month. The wealthiest live around there and sort of under... $2,000 a month, so pretty much everyone in this room would most likely fall into that category even if they lived in South Africa because we're all educated and know what's going on in the nutritional landscape. So we're interested in the segment kind of in the middle there when it comes up, it'll come up. So that little bracket there is the bulk of the population and that's where Emily, my domestic worker when I was a child, would sit. So she was not by any means the poorest of the poor. She earned a salary, she had food, 
she had a fixed ish abode. Um, and we're looking at that segment. So most of the people that we've done our initial pilot studies and interventions on have been in this kind of segment where we can tell them about good food and they've got a basic budget where they can start tweaking things limited. So, I mean, if you can imagine trying to do an LCHF diet on that. We also realized that we wanted to benefit everyone in our country that could not afford private health care. So in South Africa, it's a bit like being having a car and not having a car. If you can't afford private health care in our country, you're really going to struggle if you get sick. Mostly you're undiagnosed. Um, you'd, your outlook's not great. You know, you kind of go to a clinic every three months and they do a, prick your blood sugar and send you away with more metformin and it's kind of, they don't look at your diet. There's very little help. So those are the people that we're aiming to help through the interventions that the foundation is doing. It's about 85% of our country. Let's go back a slide. And they are known as the KFC and Jive generation. So I don't know, you probably won't know what this is, but it looks familiar to many of the things I've seen in Walmart. And that's a drink called Jive, which in South Africa is the cheapest drink you can buy. It's obviously highly sugared and highly toxic. And it's cheaper to buy that, two liters of that, than it is to buy a bottle of water. So a lot of mothers are putting that into their baby's bottles from time of weaning because they don't have access to fresh running clean water that's reliable and safe, and they trust that more than they do you know, water. Um, they're also obviously putting it, substituting a baby formula for things like that because they can't afford it. So this is, it's also a treat for a lot of people. So if children get about a dollar once a month or whatever it is, they tend to go and buy two liters of that and drink it. Um, and that's the, how this next generation of South Africans are being raised. And of course, we're trying to change that. So as Prof Noakes always says, South Africa is facing an obesity and diabetes tsunami. The poor are the, by far the worst off. And these are typical scenes that we see in South Africa, you know, kind of on the streets and domestic workers and average people like you and I are really, really struggling with obesity. America has a new favorite protein bar, and it's the chocolate chip cookie dough bar from Quest Nutrition. Each Quest bar contains 21 grams of protein, is packed with 14 grams of fiber, and has just one gram of sugar. Visit their website, questnutrition.com, to find their full selection of bars, shakes, chips, and more. And coming soon, don't miss the special keto line of products that have been under development for the past two years. Again, give them a try at questnutrition.com. They're back and better than ever at jimmylovesfbomb.com. They are the F-bomb company. Fat is smart fuel. They have made some incredible products for the ketogenic community, and they make keto easier. They have products that include coconut oil, macadamia nut oil, house blend, MCT oil, olive oil, avocado oil, macadamia nut butter with sea salt, macadamia nut butter without salt, coconut butter, macadamia nut butter blend. They also have salted chocolate macadamia nut butter. These are all available to you now at jimmylovesfbomb.com. And if you head on over there now and you use the coupon code jimmylovesfbomb, they'll give you 10% off of your first order. jimmylovesfbomb.com. We're doing a study with the Navy in South Africa. That's kind of a group of Navy people doing their exercise. And they came to us and came to Prof Noakes and said, we have a problem. They're not fitting through the submarine passages anymore. So they can't get the Navy workers to lose enough weight to be in submarines at the moment. It's so severe. 
So I'm not going to talk you through all of these stats, but what, it's what we know. There is a massive health crisis in our country, and we're the third fastest in the world. America's knows this story. I think you're number one or two. So the similarities are massive. The difference is that in South Africa, people don't have the education and the income to change their lives. They, have, they are doing it on almost nothing, particularly children. I mean, the, the outlook's dire. And we have to, in Africa, do things differently and quickly and on a shoestring. Those are the rules. So, I mean, these pictures, this is a very common picture of an African baby these days. These are things that we see all the time. It's not anomalous anymore. So one example of something that we've done that's quite fun and that we're proud of is that we went to Banting Boulevard. Some of you have probably taken a sample outside if you haven't, go and try it. And we said to them, they used to make kind of expensive LCHF products. And we said to them, we've got to get people off PUP, which is a maze base. It's the biggest problem when we go into the townships is people cannot give it up. And they came back to us two weeks later with this incredible low-carb PUP that's only about 29 rand a bag, which is one and a half dollars. So for 17 US cents, we can start to give school children good quality breakfasts. Now, if we can imagine how that would change their day and their ability to focus and to function in the world, just that alone is making a huge difference. And we have a commercial partnership with them where we get product and we give it straight into the interventions that we work with in townships. So we also have an affiliation program where... LCHF compliant brands come to us and we vet their production processes and what's in it and we, we independently certify and analyze their foods and we have a little stamp and then we get a kickback which goes into, directly into township interventions. And our plan is to solve this problem through these interventions that we've started. They have a massive impact. I'm going to show you a couple of the women that did one of our first interventions, which was a pilot study in Ocean View. Catherine's a perfect example. She has a household income of about $180 a month, and she cooks for 11 people on that budget. She's overweight. She was overweight. She has high blood pressure. She eats about one and a half kilograms of sugar a week. So we go into these townships and into these areas, and we get them to write a food diary, and then we create a meal plan that's based on affordable substitutes for them. So she was a great example of somebody. Another one, Katie, 1.3 kilograms a week. And if you look at it, I mean, she was even on some USN diet fuel there. So she was trying pretty hard to eat a healthy diet. These women were, had been in an exercise group together for 10 years, and none of them had ever lost any weight. Katie's lost 15 kilograms. It's now one of her favorite things. So these are people that are earning very little and are changing their lives. Again, 1.2 kilograms. She was having, trying to eat healthily. She had 4,000 rand a month on her grocery budget, which is about 200 pounds. And she says, I will never go back. She lost 14 kilograms. Nasreen, again, she's become one of our Banting LCHF ambassadors. She again lost 10 kilograms. Um, what we saw in these, so we, we track their data and we have you know, all the typical stats that we look at. What we saw was in all cases, BPs declined, most normalized over the longer period of the interventions. Most people, 98% of people lose weight and or centimeters. Um, I'm going to play you a quick video that just shows what we do in some of these communities. Eat Better South Africa is about changing the lives of ordinary South Africans, one community at a time. We aim to improve the health of men, women, and children living in underprivileged areas by training them on a budget banding program that only costs 30 rand a day. This medically supervised intervention is run by a team of expert doctors, nurses, and educators who offer weekly support to people participating in the program to get better by eating better. 
The cursory study in Ocean View community of Cape Town was dramatically successful. 98% of the candidates lost weight, inches, felt healthier, and many normalized dangerously high blood pressures within five weeks. If you believe in Bantam and it has made a difference in your or a loved one's health, we urge you to take action and change the state of the country's health with a small donation toward Eat Better South Africa. The Noakes Foundation is taking the first steps and laying the foundation for a healthier South Africa. We invite you to help us drive the revolution by making a donation to support Eat Better South Africa. Click on the link at the end of the video if you'd like to change someone's life today. The impact of the six interventions that we did in South Africa. We spent $6,000 on six community interventions over a period of eight months. So in that time, there was a 900% increase in non-white people, banters are LCHF, low-carb eaters, joining social media forums and finding support systems so that they could do it for themselves with very little. There was an impact of over 11 or more people per one that attended an intervention. So the spillover was massive, primarily because people live in communities, they cook for large groups of people, and they saw the results so quickly. We learned from them. It was incredible. We started on banting for $2 a day. No problem. They did it without a hassle. They found the most creative, amazing, innovative ways to eat healthily. We then went out into more rural areas. We had to halve the budget to a dollar a day. No problem. They did it. They changed their lives with very little help. We did very little. We just gave them the toolkits. This is an example of one of the amazing engaged community groups we have. If you look there, how big this, the act of membership is. It's run by an amazing woman called Rita Fenter. Um, and I just looked today, and there's just an example of a woman who's just done it for herself. And it's ordinarily people that can't afford a 300 rand cookbook, a $10, $20 cookbook. They're just doing it anyway. They're finding ways. The people in South Africa, regardless of their situation and condition, are waking up and empowering themselves with very little. They don't need a lot to change their lives and their futures. And that's the miracle of it. So just dancing in the streets, doing it their own way, finding African solutions to things. So that's why the Noakes Foundation restructured itself. We have the science and we have community. And we fund them totally differently for that reason. So the science, which is the side of the foundation that Sali's involved in, is very much funded by only very, very pure sources so that the research is unadulterated. And Eat Better South Africa is funded by commercial partnerships and it's a bit less selective. We would never take a, fund, a grant from Coca-Cola, but we work with commercial partners and we do fun things. And all of that goes straight back into poor communities. So we created a bit of a hybrid model. So the quiz, if you're interested in knowing what you can do to get involved, there's a QR code here if you feel like making a donation now. I don't know if it'll work from where you're sitting. You can also go onto our website. And examples of financial contributions are $1 would be a standard school meals for children for about three days, $10 for 10 days. $100 would be the cost of one person from a township doing a six-week intervention. And $6,000 might just reshape the country again, or even your own.
So you don't need a lot of money to make a huge amount of change. Um, you can also ask us to run an intervention in your business or come to a community that's impoverished and matters to you somewhere and teach you how to do it. And you can talk to us about joining us. There's so many amazing people here that have such incredible skills. We would love you to come and be part of our interventions, to get involved, to come and visit us, to come and see what we're doing, and to help. And you can also, if you have a product that you're interested in applying to be a certified or tested affiliate, you're welcome to come and chat to us as well. We're outside next to the Hibapup stand. I was thinking this morning about the impact that working with someone as amazing as Prof Noakes has had on my life. And the bottom line is that you can start anywhere. You can start somewhere and you can never underestimate how a small seed and one good action, and we see this everywhere in Africa all the time, becomes a tree that becomes a forest not too far into the future. And that's what we've done with these interventions. So I'm just going to end. I'm going to show you two shout-outs of the people so you can get a feel for who these people are. Can you guys play these two in a row? One, two, three. They're the guys that did it on $1 a day. And they're still going. Their progress has been incredible. And this one... next time on the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. We'll have the lecture from the 2016 Low Carb USA event from Dr. Salih Solomon. Get show notes for today's episode at theliveinlowcarbshow.com And if you like what you hear, leave us a review at iTunes. Thanks for listening to the Living La Vida Low Carb Show. We'll see you next time.